Welcome back to Blending the Rules. I'm Laura. And I'm Haley, and we're two art teachers in a classroom teacher world. Today we're going to talk about um, the importance of free time. It's kind of like a part two to our last episode where we talked about what to do with early finishers. This is something we've wanted to talk about for a while, but we were kind of trying to wait until it was a little into the school year where you're starting to get kids that might be getting free time, which some people maybe haven't even started school yet. Those That's true. lucky yes. ducks. But for us, this is kind of where it starts happening more and more that we're mm-hmm. we're starting to get kids that are getting, you know, finished early or they're getting to have that free time. So we thought this for us felt like a, a good time to talk about it and it's like a good reminder for us too. Or even if you're like preparing for the new year. Like maybe yeah. you haven't started yet, but you want to yeah. think about what am I going to have in place in my classroom for when kids get done early. So if you didn't listen to our last episode, we did it about early finishers. So specifically what you do with students if they get done with an activity or a project, whatever you have on your list to do that day, your plans, what do you do with them when they're done early? And some of that was more specific to like curriculum or what you're teaching that day that we talked about last week and today we're gonna dive more into just like free time and I guess to backtrack a little bit I know we are both really strong advocates for free time yeah like thinking about if you think about when we were young and then when kids are in school these days it's so different in so many different different ways but one thing that I I well, I hate to say hate, but I really do not like that kids just don't have that much free time. When I was in elementary school, we had like three recesses. Yeah. And then when you hit a certain grade, you went down to two recesses. And then like fifth grade, that was like the year that you had one recess because the next year you were going to be in middle oh. school. So they like, they like teared us down. But like we had three recesses. I only had two. As far as I remember. Well, I mean, you're just a couple years older than me, but we also didn't grow up in the same area, so it doesn't really matter, but... That's true. Um, yeah, we had two recess. We had a morning recess yep. and an afternoon recess, like one right after lunch, and then after sixth grade, we went on to junior high, so we didn't have recess anymore, but yeah. even then, like, free time doesn't even have to be completely open free. Like, it can no. have some structure to it, yeah. but just... Giving kids some time where, like, there's not as much rigorous schoolwork. Like, if you think about it, would you want, as an adult, would you want to sit in one spot for, like, eight hours, seven hours a day? Nope. And (laughs) would you want to be in meetings? Like, that's kind of, you're sitting in a classroom, looking at a screen, like, listening to your teacher, like... I mean, obviously, like, a good teacher gets your kids up and moving and does different kinds of activities. But still, there's so much, like, rigorous classwork and... And so much testing. They have so much testing. Yeah. (laughs) They have, like, every minute of their day planned. And, like, we as adults feel exhausted by that. Like, even as teachers, you know, it's exhausting. Okay, I have to have this ready and this time and this time and this time and this time. But, like... um. So, like, you know, that's hard for us. And so when they can just have that time to just be themselves, do their own thing, do something they're interested in without, you know. Yeah. Without restriction. I mean, obviously there are some restrictions, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty open like, and allows them to kind of just do their own thing and make choices. Yes. Like, I think 
a big thing for me is like the choices, like being able to make decisions. Like it's a skill you have to teach kids. Yeah. If you don't give them that time and those opportunities to actually make choices, how are they ever going to learn like yeah. how to work through the process of yeah. making the decision and making the choice and then living with your decision? Yeah. When if you just give everything to them, tell them exactly what to do all the time, like you would grow up and have no idea what to do. Yeah. And, and I think that's a problem these days is like yeah. kids don't know how to problem solve. They don't know how to work independently all the time. Yeah. And so by giving them a little bit of that freedom in our own classrooms and art can help them with those like life skills of problem solving, working independently, working with other people, <laughs> those life skills. Yeah, and so, like, I think, too, like, when when they're playing with some of my, like, centers and, like, my toys and stuff, and they'll be like, so-and-so took this for me, and yada, yada, and I was like, did you tell them how that made you feel? Like, I kind of, like, make them work through the problem, unless it's, like, obviously a chronic problem, and that kid just keeps doing it, then obviously I'm going to intervene, but I kind of try to make them, like, handle it themselves. Like, you need to figure this out, too. Like, that's that's part of life is figuring out how to solve that and fix that. I think it's an opportunity too for them to not use technology because they are doing that so often. And so I feel like when I first brought my centers out, they were kind of like, what's this? <laughs> like they were like, hmm, why is this here? Not that I have technology in my room, but they were just kind of confused by it at first. Yes. Um, and now like, you know, they're like dying to do it. And like, yes. do we get free time? And I'm like, hold on, <laughs> we're here to learn first. And then yes. you can have your free time. You've got to, you've got to get there first. Like you can't just <laughs> do the free time. <laughs> yes. That's not why we come to I art. I think that is one struggle that you have to balance is like, if you offer a lot of good free art time stuff, <laughs> then the kids might rush through the actual, you know, planned work that you have. Yeah. And then you kind of have to make sure that they're not doing that and doing a, a poor quality job on the regular, you know, art plans that you have just to get to the free time. And I so feel like that, that just kind of happens a lot more at the beginning of the year and with the littles because they're so excited to play with that stuff. Whereas like your older kids, and when I say older, second, third grade, like they're... <laughs> So they old. they know what's going to be there, right? They know that yes. at some point in time they're going to get that time, even if it's not today. Whereas the littles are just like, oh, I want to do that right now. I want to do that right now. And they'll they'll get there, but they just, you know, they're not quite there yet. And so it's like I also try to kind of like make it to where I know they'll get a couple minutes of free time, like the, like the kindergartners, you know, like mm -hmm. making sure they get some time because they really need it, like just like they need more of that freedom. And so, like, I'm always like, we're going to really focus on this part and this part today, and we'll do that step next week because I don't want you to rush through it and try to get your whole project done yeah. just so you get free time. <clears throat> and so, like, although it seems like I'm, like, not giving them as much to do, I feel like I, a lot of times, not always, but a lot of times I get a little bit more intentional and, like, better products because I'm giving them less steps which in yes. turn is giving them a little bit of free time that day, but then hopefully it slows them down the next week too because, okay, I have one step I have to accomplish today. Yeah. Um, and so I think that sometimes helps. I mean, it's it's not a guarantee, but <laughs> I, I do think that makes a difference at times. Well, I just thought of two things as you were saying that. Like you're being intentional with only giving certain steps or a smaller amount of steps for like that day's 
projects, but also it's like you're being intentional with the free time too. Like you're intentionally giving them a little bit of free time on purpose, which has a reason behind it. Like you have a reason to do that. And then also it made me think of having that buffer of extra time at the end of your class can help you like circle back to those kids that need a little extra time. You're building in time. Yes. When as like a related arts teacher who may only see their students once a week, you know that it's hard to get back to those kids that might be struggling. So by purposely planning out your time with them to have some time at the end for some open time, then you can get back to those kids. Yeah. So it was kind of like helping out in two different ways. And I feel like going back to, you know, just kind of this whole topic in general, as a first and second year teacher, I felt like I had to have every minute, even their free time or, you know, like we're not moving on to the next step. I had to have all of that planned out for them all the time. And I felt like if I got observed and no one said this to me necessarily, but if I got observed and they didn't have something very specific of what they're doing in that time when they're done, I was going to get marked down. And now I know that's not always the case. And I think that's why this is an important topic too of like, you know, if you're if your admin or whoever's observing you is potentially saying something of like, well, they had this time where, you know, they didn't have anything specific. I highly doubt many are going to, right? Like everybody in education is very aware that kids need more time to play and do whatever. But I think um I think they're going, you know, if they say something, okay, well, here's why this is important. They need that time. They need, that helps them be creative. And then it's so interesting too, because sometimes it'll carry over into their projects. Remember when I built that last week, I'm going to do something similar for my project this week. And I'm like, okay, you do that. Like, that sounds awesome. Like, that's a great idea. I think it also, when you're talking about that, it's like you're allowing students to show their creativity in different ways. Mm -hmm. And like play to their strengths. Some kids might be struggling with, you know, drawing something exactly the way that it looks, like a realistic drawing, but they get more creative if they have a little bit more freedom and they're making some sort of like abstract art in their free art time. Maybe they're building something 3D and they, I think of this one kid that I have last year, he was in fourth grade. He made the most amazing Lego sculptures all on his own they would take up like half the table (laughs) and these are tables for like four kids to sit at so he would take up like half the table with this huge detailed lego thing that was just so intricate and then and then like he got into the wooden blocks that i have Mm. and created something with those too and he had a friend in the fifth grade class right after him so he would always want me to take a picture of it so that he could show his friend (laughs) because he wanted to leave it there and i'm like no we have to clean up like yeah but then i'd let him take a picture on my phone and then show his friend but it was like his way of being creative and having that confidence like building confidence in a kid who might not be having a lot of success in whatever artwork you're doing at the time for your lesson plans and then it it helps them in a different way show their creative side and their successes yeah I think also you know and every classroom is different so it's hard to say you know what the teacher's doing or what the expectation is but a lot of times you know they might be paired by ability or they're just you know constantly grouped with the same kids or whatever it gives them that opportunity to interact with other kids you know especially if it's like okay well you know 
Jim and Bob are not friends, <laughs> but they both want to play with the same thing or use the same activity, and there's only one of them, they've got to learn to figure out how to get along um, and then figure that out. Or, you know, obviously move on to something different and, like, accept yeah. that, like, you can't <clears throat> use that. And I, th- I think that's that's always nice to see kids interact that don't normally or don't even maybe don't even have the chance to. It's always nice to see that when that happens, too. And so it is a lot of like building more life skills. And I I don't know about you, what you do, but my thing when my students are done and I don't even know if I like establish this or like one kid asked and it became like a thing and I just never really <laughs> stopped it. And I do have a lot of kids to ask. When they're done, I let them sit wherever they want. I My only rule, and I keep an eye on it, is, like, they cannot distract somebody who's done with a project. Now, mm-hmm. if they have two, like, really calm kids, one friend's done, one's not, I know they're not going to be a problem. They're not going to distract their friend. They know that their friend has to get that work done. It's fine. I don't care if they go sit by them. But... Obviously, there are some kids who don't follow that, you know, that rule. But I allow them to get up and go sit where they want. If nobody's sitting, you know, in a seat near their friend, they can go sit there. Like, I have a carpet they can go sit on. A lot of them like to sit at my big counter if I don't have stuff out. And I let them, like, I don't I don't care. I mean, I wouldn't say it's necessarily flexible seating. It's not exactly. But during well, free time, it is flexible seating. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm very open with that. And I think that's another time, too, where – Let's say, you know, you never get to be with your friend in class. That's the time where you do get to be with your mm-hmm. friend because, you know, for whatever reason, you're just not the way you're grouped in your classroom or something. That can also cause, you know, problems too because then they get a little too wild and wound up. But that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's another story and that's some classroom then, management on me. <laughs> well, but then you can have that lesson with them about like you took it a little too far. We need to rein back in. And then that's right. kind of teaching them another social skill. Yeah. Another life skill of like how to deal with this freedom that you have. Yeah. And then managing it that and being able to like regulate yourself and. Yeah within the boundaries like you could have these freedoms but there are still boundaries that we have to keep and like even just that you know okay you can spend time with your friend but if you can't handle it you don't necessarily get to spend time with your friend like I always say that like if there is a day where I'm like okay pick your seats today or whatever and I always kind of like joke with them and I'm like if you sat next to your friend and you're talking right now you're proving that you could not be able to sit with your friend in the future. Like if I were to pick seats and I know that I'm never going to put you together. You're <laughs> not helping they're, yourself They're out. so funny. They're always like, oh man. Like, like, oh, she noticed. Like, I, what, do we think we were sneaky? Like, they're so funny I about want- that. Like, that could be a good thing to pull from like free time too is like who are they interacting with especially if you've got like that shy kid right like who's one of their friends and you didn't know that and maybe like the classroom teacher doesn't really know either like they just haven't found somebody but then you figure something out in that free time so like there's a lot of things that we can learn in that free time about our students and then a lot of things that they're learning from each other and like just in in that space and being able to do that yeah and just I learn things about students during their free time. Like mm-hmm. when they're, I know we're talking about like free time as in, you know, like where they're building stuff and stuff, but just free drawing. They just love to free draw. Yeah. They just want to be creative in their own ways. And like, I have found out kids' interests from like what they draw. Oh, yeah. Like what movies are they into? What games are they into? Like video games or this yeah. or that. And then you can have those conversations and then you can build that relationship with them. And then see what they're really into. I have a bunch of boys right now that are into drawing sneakers. 
you know, like <laughs> sneakerheads and stuff. Like they love drawing. Yeah. These, you know, like I had a group like that last year. <laughs> yeah. And so now I'm thinking like, oh, maybe I should incorporate that somehow into a project later yeah, and they might be more engaged. Kind of unique. Also, like don't feel bad about like letting them color because you're they're working on their craftsmanship in that like or, you know, like testing things out, figuring out what they like, what they don't like, you know, like if you give them options of like markers and crayons and stuff or like mm-hmm. like they're working on that craftsmanship. Like even the older kids, like they don't get to color all the time, you know? Like when they were yeah, little, they got to color all the true. time. And so like they're so funny when they're like, "Can I get a coloring sheet?" I'm like, "Why are you asking that? You know you yeah. can get a coloring sheet. That has not changed." And so like I like I saw some 4th and 5th graders using coloring sheets today and I was like, "Oh, that makes me so happy." And like they you know, they're like obviously like beautiful because their craftsmanship is like really developed over time and I'm like oh right like that's looking good like way to go me (laughs) but (laughs) you planned it that way but it's always I don't know I don't think it's a bad thing to have your kids do coloring sheets too and like you know encourage them to stay inside the lines or I mean, not that you have to. I mean, it's their time. They can do what they want. (laughs) Sometimes, too, it's, like, relaxing. Like, how many coloring books are out there right now for adults to buy at the store as, like, a way to meditate and relax and just let go? And so these kids, they might really like that, too. Like, with all the pressures that they're under these days, like, maybe they just want to color. And color in a coloring sheet where they don't have to think, you know? Yeah. So I feel like... I was kind of thinking as we were talking through, like, if we had to narrow this down to, like, the main reasons why we think that you should have built-in free art time for your students, I think we would talk about, or we would say, like, giving your kids the freedoms, like, they Mm -hmm. don't have as much freedom as we had when we were younger, and that helps with the life skills and social skills, decision making, decision making, all those things. Um, and then, and the freedom is like giving them the freedom to be a kid too. So, okay, let me backtrack again. Number one, like freedom, being a kid again, having those times where it's not as structured. And then with that comes learning the skills, different kinds of skills, life skills, social skills, all of that. And then our third big reason would be, like, your creativity. You're giving them another outlet, different ways that they can be creative, and they might surprise you with other ways that you're not telling them. You have to be creative using this material. Like, give them options and choices, and they'll shine. Like, it gives them time to shine in different ways than than what you might expect. Yeah. So that was a nice ending point. Look at I you know, wrapping it up so me. nicely. <laughs> if you are not already following us on social media, you can do that at TikTok at Blending the Rules Podcast One, Instagram and Threads at Blending the Rules Podcast. You can head over to our website www.blendingtherules.com we are starting our crew tomorrow so if you're listening to this the day it came out Wednesday August 30th Um, August 31st which is a Thursday we're starting our crew we are really looking forward to meeting you quote unquote in a virtual setting (laughs) meeting our crew and getting started like just growing together and becoming a a group together so yeah it's gonna be awesome hope to see you there